All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. For any of you that remembers that song, that's Roses by Outcast, and I always need a little bit of a pick-me-up when I talk about Rose Hill. It is one track that I struggle with, but um, I'm a big Randwick fan. But it is Rose Hill this weekend, and we're getting closer and closer and closer when it comes to spring racing. Even the Wink Stakes happens next week, which is pretty exciting, but there's plenty to get through, plenty of winners to have um, to... Fine this weekend, um, the likes of Shades of Rose went up two twenty. It's already a dollar sixty, which is um, bloody good go for the. It's obviously a very good horse, but it's a good go for the last. Um, if you don't follow us normally or you haven't listened to us before, we cover a lot of thoroughbred racing. So you can join us Facebook group. Just look it up. Give, give us a spell podcast. We go pretty hard in there during spring and autumn. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And if you like the podcast, um, we've got Tommy Berry coming on probably next week. We've spoken to a couple of jocks this week, so we're going to start getting them on board and chatting to them throughout uh, the carnival. If you can and you like it, be great if you could jump on Apple, give us a five-star review, a little bit of a comment. Best one, I'm just going to give you a... Whoever the best one, I'll give a 50 buck bet to. Instagram, send it to me. Show me what you wrote. If it's the best one, if it's funny and it's good, I'll give you a 50 buck bet. How about that? All right, we've got Tom and Kohai with us this week. We're going to be smashing out the Rose Hill meeting, just finding a couple of winners. Oh, couple. Hopefully, we find nine winners or even 10. All right, I welcome in the boys. Tommy, how are you? Yeah, good day, mate. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, does, does that fifty bucks reach out to me too? I might have to leave a review as well. Um, no, but no, it's been good. A good week. Um, I think we'll do Group One next week, and uh, racing starting to heat up. So, um, a few good things on, and um, not too much rain before yeah. Saturday. They hopefully still in a soft six. So, that's the key. We want to start getting into some good tracks and throw up some spanners. Last week, getting back to the soft. Um, there are a couple of roughies there that got up, but yeah, um, improving tracks would be great. That was brutal last week. Um, Coey, I welcome you in. The, we're going to smash through Rose Hill, but I want to get thoughts on one topic first. Um, we we know that Very Elegant has been overseas for a little while, planning its right races in France. We hear that Frankie the Tory has got the ride in a week or two. Thoughts on Frankie? Good on Frankie. Uh, he gets to finally win a Melbourne Cup winner. So, <laughs> um, good on him. But, I mean, why the hell not? They, they said, what, uh, the king and the queen? Yeah, get together. So, I mean, good luck to the connections and everything else. I mean, it was meant to run, I think she was meant to run last week. Was it meant to be their sure. debut? Yeah, but they, long story short, um, the trainer thought she had a little bit more improving to do before she hit the track for it, her official first French debut. So, um, she skipped that and now she goes to this group one over 2,000 metres at on the 21st, I think, 21st of August. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, I've definitely circled that um, day on the calendar and I'll look forward to seeing it. And it, it I mean, why not get Frankie? One of the best. You a Frankie fan, Tom? Uh, yeah, when when Frankie's keen on the horse, I am. Um, <laughs> there's been some been some other times where I uh, haven't been as impressed with Frankie. But, no, he's, he's the world's best for a reason. He's definitely a showman and cocky and like to see those jockeys ride good horses and just adds another layer to very elegant and yeah really hope she does well imagine uh, the party with brace Sikulski and frankie yeah. if they get that up that yeah, would be pretty loose but <laughs> i was gonna mention last week with tommy just mentioned a couple of roughies off the top missile stakes obviously taking over hard empire 
bizarre. I know one person, I think a man you still work with, Darren Orr, he said his old man backed it at 150s, which would have been nice to have a slice of that. Coey, we mentioned Casino Kid, which won in race nine, got backed into, ended up jumping about seven bucks. But Tom, I know that you're a big fan of Family Guy. You've, uh, you've uh, obviously a big fan of Meg. You backed Meg at 50s? I did. Um, <laughs> uh, been a fan of the horse as well, and I thought if Matty Dale was coming into town first up, like, must have been ready to go. So I put 20 bucks on it, and it got up at 50s, which is pretty nice. I actually went out to oh, – we did the live um, that morning, and on my yep. way out I backed um, – uh, was it Anacor that won as well? Yep, yep, that one. But I did the tote bet so you could get the uh, bonus bet back if it lost. And when I backed, it was $26. When it jumped, I think it 13. jumped at about 10 yeah. yeah. Well, it was even shorter on the tote. And I was like, oh, what that am I sucks. doing? Yeah, but um, the yeah, Meg was a great result. Nice. I've got a quick story, Tunners, mm-hmm. if I've got a sec. It's to do with the missile stakes. So Daz's old man backed it as well. But um, a colleague of ours, another colleague of ours, uh, Mandy, did you hear this one, Tommy? Yeah, Paul's a great man, Paul. Paul Paul is a great man. And long story short, he says every weekend, they've just come back from a holiday from uh, Hawaii, and they're like, fuck, I miss it. How much will it cost to go back again? <laughs> and like every Friday into Saturday, Paul will be like, yeah, easy. I'll, I'll sort that out. I'll win it tomorrow. I'll win it tomorrow. But long story short, what happened with Paul on Saturday was he had a pineapple on the Missile Stakes winner fuck. at 100s. So there's 5K, straight in the kitty. Uh, backed Meg for 100, I think. There's kitty. another fucking two and a half. And then had 10% of the quaddy, which uh, was with another mate of his, or two mates. But regardless, it equated to about six and a half grand each. So, yeah. Love um, that. They needed, they, they needed 5K, but they walked away with close to 13. Good on him. He's a legend, Paul. And, Which uh, Paul are we talking yeah. about? Uh, Mandy's husband. husband. What a legend. What a legend. To back Hard Empire and back Meg. Whew. And the Quaddy. The Quaddy paid a stack as well. Lord Ardmore obviously won the... 190K yeah. It's funny you can win 190K, or the Quaddy can be that when Lord Ardmore, which was everybody on the planet's best bet of the day, just wins the first leg. But bloody good. Hard Empire at hundreds. Meg at hundreds. Casino Kid was back, well backed in too. But all right. Well, let's um let's find some roughies now. Then we got Rose Hill. We got ten of the best. We're on a soft five at the moment. Not sure how much rain is proposed, but you know Rose Hill is like it can always seem a bit wet. But Zaru is the fave. Clipperton is riding. It's four eighty. We got Rusty Crown Reese claiming a bit at five dollars. We got forty five Park Lane six bucks. Dashka uh, for J Mac, and we got Kings Trust Tommy Berry Rebels Edge. There's a lot of horses here. I don't really know to be honest. Tommy thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's a real tough one. Um, I'm going to say, I think there's five or six horses dueling on for other races at Tamworth and um, Canamble yeah. and other races. So this could be a dog's breakfast. If Kevlin, um, Kevladon Road does make it, um, I know Duff, massive keen on the horse. And if it makes the field, James McDonald's committed to ride it. So he'll come off Daksha and ride it if it makes the field. So um, 8.50 now, um, probably deductions if it does get in because there'll be a few scratchings. But it's one to keep an eye on. Uh, the other one I like is King's Trust. It's finally, I was hitting the line really good and getting to a better ground. Tommy Berry on for Terry Robinson, big fan of King's Trust. And Tommy Berry doesn't mind winning the first, especially leading to carnivals. Coey? Um, yeah, Tommy's pretty much touched on it. But um, 
the biggest thing about Saturday is that uh, eight out of the ten races are twelve horse field, so there's going to be some serious scratchings come Saturday morning. Um, it's it's a bit of a shame because the rail was out four meters or three meters last meeting, so a fortnight ago, and now it's pushed to a seven, which for the first meeting of the new season, it's diminished the field size for some of these good quality racing. So it's, it, that's how hard the winter was and how chopped up the ground is at these metro tracks like Rose Hill. And I mean, personally, I, it's a bit of a no no race for me, but I, want, I am curious to see the likes of Statesville returning first up. I know it's top weight. It's got Rachel King on board. So 11 bucks, I can spec. Uh, Daksha, I think, Definitely warrants at the eight dollar price. Jay back on board. Second up should be really good, but it's a highway. It's, it's going to be super tough. But I'm curious to see how the market flexes itself comes Saturday morning for this one. All right, race number three, benchmark seventy two. Wave rider boy Huey is riding for Waller. It's three sixty. Had a win. Two starts back at the farm. True crimes there. Nash riding for Kim at four dollars. Good money for Yosh- Yoshino. Sammy Clipperton riding for Godolphin. Eleven into sevens. Coming off a couple of wins at Goulburn and Kembla. Back row has been backed as well for Tommy and Friedman. Tens into eights. That's coming off a little bit of a spell. And Stone Coat and Major Beal both there. Tommy. Yeah, mate. Um. I like True Crime, and it won that one race where the meeting got abandoned. Um, maybe did it take too much out? Nash on at fifty-eight. It's look, I, I do like it, and I think it's um, got a massive chance. But um, I, I'm a big fan of Back Rower as well, so I might even Quinella or I can both even and still win on the race. Um, I think Back Rower is a quality horse. Um, trialed well, Tommy Berry on. I think Tommy Berry might be able to win the first two races, but. Big big query on um, true crime. They're they're the two. Nice price for both. Coey, uh, give any love to Yoshino. Can I make it three in a row. Mm, I mean, it's well specced in the market, but I'm more curious of the other blue silk runner in Stonecoat. Stone yeah, yeah. Um, true crime. I think that was a bit of a gut buster. I mean, it's so hard to tell if you know, like that was like a heavy. That was disgusting. Yeah, that, yeah. Like it was. We'll have to wait and see come race day how it looks and, you know, all that. But the fact that Stonecoat came second that day um, behind True Crime. So, I mean, the wide draw is a little bit of a query. But, you know what, double and a bit more of the price of what True Crime is. And the good ground should suit. Um, I'd imagine it'll probably be similar to its kind of scone run, its debut run where it won. So just the fact that it's double and a half in price, I am a little bit wary and I wouldn't mind specking it a little bit. Wave Rider Boy, nice first up effort. Second up was a little bit sticky and in a pretty pretty handy field, really, of two-year-olds, now three. Um, so I can warrant it's favouritism, but um, yeah, I wouldn't mind each way on Stonecoat here. All right, Stonecoat at odds. Now, everybody's favourite race, the Midway, 1,400 metres. Got equal favourites in Zoo to Moon for Nash. Barrier 16, though. Nick Tock, Kathy O'Hara. Nick Tock, a little bit of a drift. Zoo to Moon in a point to $5. Nahajo Peak, no jock, not sure. $6. Chilco Lake, Sammy's riding for eight, at $8. In from 11 Oxford Tycoon, Kim Wars Horse, Patrick Scores claiming three. Got a winner the other day. Bell Espoir, $9. We're out to double figures with uh, the likes of Diva Bella, Oakfield Arrow, Macomo. God, Macomo, Tyler. Um, what do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah, a few um, field joined on in this race as well. I think Zoo to Moon might even go to Queensland, I think they've said. So you might be just better off waiting a race day to see what's actually going to run in this race. But Nick Tock's got to be a massive chance. 
Uh, Oxford.com was pretty impressive. Um, winning last start. A couple I want to point out at odds. I think Noble Soja back to a midway looks really good at a uh, big price. Oakfield Arrow and David Bella as well. David Bella one last time when uh, Dylan Gibbons was on it as well. So maybe maybe a little push there or the other Christian Buchanan run up bullet wing. Uh, Kobe Jennings on. Seems to go really well around that soft track, getting towards a good. So, um, yeah, bullet wings probably one I want to back. Bullet wings, 11s. Right, you, Coey? Don't want to back anything. <laughs> uh, Midway. Gen- genuinely, midway. Some have. I mean, Zuda Moon, 16. I, yeah, Tommy's probably spot on it. I think it definitely goes, <laughs> it goes north. I just don't see it. Yeah. And uh, I think, if I recall, they've got. Jason Demer's got another horse, hard to say, nommed up at Queensland in, uh, I can't remember which race, it's towards the quaddy legs. Uh, and um, it gives it more like reason for it to go north as well if there's another horse from the same stable going. So I'd say it definitely heads north. Nick Tock, just a little, lots of nonnies in this race. Lots of just, Oxford Tycoon had a nice win last start. But yeah, I'm just going to leave it to race day. Um, I genuinely can't find a winner here. Brutal race. Brutal race. All right. The Cabramatta Bowling Club, one of the great bowling clubs. Um, 1,200-metre benchmark 88. Conscript is the favourite. Tyler riding for Gerald and Sterling. Good horse. Coming off a win at Randwick. 2.25. Catalan. J-Mac riding. Um, coming off a little bit of a spell. 3.50. Munitions. Dylan riding. Claiming three at six bucks. You got Dream Circle. Coming a little bit. Um, 7.50. Then we're double figures for the rest. Even Easy Camp Easy's there. Ellen's riding. Claiming three. But Conscript's a bloody good horse, Tom. Yeah, I was meant to run on that um, cancelled meeting too and had a good win uh, the start before and uh, even that third first start was really impressive. I think in terms of speed, easy Campesi and conscript um, go forward and I think it might set it up for something like Catalan. I think it's trialled really well. I think it's a class above these horses and I think it uh, makes a statement here. So I want about Catalan and I reckon it'll be shorter on the day. So I'd be, I'd be backing it now. Um, yeah, uh, conscript, bit of a danger, but I think Easy Campesi just sort of runs it out of the race. But yeah, I really like Catalan. All right, King, you agree? Ditto. Uh, I think Catalan. When Tommy says uh, it's just got class on its side, it's one over a benchmark eighty-eight, and it's been in listed company, so uh, definitely um, twelve hundred metres. J Mac on board. Six is a good draw, although it's a small field. So I think everyone should get a chance. I guess the only query is if the rain does actually tumble. I think Conscript will be shorter on the day if the rain hits Rose Hill hard. Uh, genuine mudder. Uh, if it is on the soft seven, heavy eight range by race day, I mean, I think Conscript will win. But if it stays relatively dry like we are right now, Captain should win at a better price. Three fifty, take it. Take Catalan, second favourite. All right, we got a race number five, another shorty in Frumos, which is two dollars. And Huey rides for Chris Waller. Two bucks was a dollar ninety to come out just a touch. So it's coming off a trial, but then before that, it won a bunch in a row. Torfic last, we all know the horse. Six fifty, J Mac aboard. Ruduna, Rachel King, seven dollars. We have Fear Nought, Nash riding for Chris. That's fifteens into nines, coming off a win up north at Eagle Farm. We got Sally Pops, Pandora Blue, bunch of others at odds, but pretty short favourite, Tommy. Yeah, Tim uh, Ryan, head trader at the tab, was saying he, he kind of wanted to take it on, but he just couldn't because the amount of money that's been on this for him off. Um, I think the only thing that can maybe beat it is Torfee Glass. 
Uh, and if we get a bit more rain than expected. Otherwise, I think it is for Mosses. Uh, here we on. And, yeah, uh, it's it's going to be a tough one. I think a Lunacorn maybe is a place chance at that $6. I think um, you might be able to get a decent price there. Um, it, it Just in the worst part of the track, first up, and still rocket at home for fourth. So I think uh, Lunacorn can place, but I don't think anything can beat Frumos. You with a fave, Coy? Yeah, I'm with the fave. I think uh, Frumos, uh, the wide barrier shouldn't disparage anyone. I think it will settle off the speed. And it's been only nine horses. And who knows, there might be a few scratchings come race day. I think it'll still get a peach of a run. 400 metres, obviously, is its pet distance. The last two starts, the last three starts, has been over the same trip. And pretty much pants them last start and really good watch. Uh, I guess if there was a little bit of a knockout, I would have thought it might have been Raduna. Might get a pretty soft soft spot outside the lead. and It should be fitter for the run and everything else. It'd be fourth up now. They'll probably tip it out after this run, in my guess, the connections anyway. But, yeah, it's pretty hard to look past the favourite myself. So, Frumos for mine. Frumos at two bucks even. All right, we got race number six and 1,400 metres, Titanium Power. Jay Ford is riding the fave this time. It's coming off a fourth at Rose Hill. We got Oscar Zulu, Huey Award for Chris. That's at 480 in from six. Coming off a fourth as well at Rose Hill. Surefire, we know the horse. It's um, coming off a decent spell. Uh, hasn't run since about, God, beginning of April or something. Yeah, it's $5. Mugger two. Dylan Gibbons claiming three for Chris Lee. $6.50, big spell. True Detective, Poetic Charmer, No Compromise, Arctic Thunder. Tom. So a couple of things here. I Surefire's down a trial tomorrow, so there's a chance it might not run. Uh, if it does run and they are keen on it, I think, uh, and there's a bit of money for it, I think it could be the one first up. Uh, we saw what he did first up in Australia last time. was really good and then went to place in a group race and then, um, into a Sydney Cup first prep. So um, especially these colours for Waller, they're the Frankel ones that he loves uh, doing a lot for. So, um, yeah, I'd be very keen to see what they do with this horse. But if it comes out, I think Titanium Power probably gets a pretty soft lead. Um, there's just a bit of a whisper that Muggatoo's really ready to go first up. They've sort of cancelled races and gone to trials and, waiting for a good track, and we might see it go bang first up. Dylan Gibbons taking the three off. Still at 62 is a bit of a worry, but it is a small race, and a lot of these horses are just starting their prep. So, look, I'm, I'll, I'll wait to see what price I can get Mugger to if Surefire comes out. If Surefire is in and you get $5, I think that's a good price. If Surefire comes out and you're still around that $5 mark for Mugger 2, I'll probably be back in Mugger 2. Um, but yeah, there's there's a couple of wallers, and you just don't know what he does when he's got a few in it. So, bit of a tricky one. Um, very keen to see what Mugger Two does first up. One of the trickiest, I reckon, Coe. You agree? I reckon Titanium Power's the best. Um, really, fifty-two kilos can handle the soft and heavy going. It just gets the coziest. I mean, yeah, it's drawn the widest, but I think it just finds the front easiest. It'll be left alone, untouched, and. I think 340 is a great price for it. Um, as for Muggatu, I'm hearing murmurs once again. If there is a little bit of significant rain over the like the next 48 hours, I guess, um, 62 kilos and on the worst side of the soft, I don't think it'll run. I think it'll get scratched. So, yeah, I mean, it's a shame because, I mean, it, 
we all want to see it run and that scone trial was really nice like yeah, i think it was ready to rock and roll off the back of that scone trial and real easy watch and it looks fit it looks like it's recovered well from the tendon injury back um on Dermot cup last year um so really excited to see it but i don't know if this week will be the week again which will put delays on its campaign once again Surefire queries like Tommy mentioned, Oscar Zulu. Mm. Mm, I can't find this horse that often. No compromise, too short for it. Uh, rest, I could probably put a pen through, to be honest. So, yeah, but Titanium Power for mine. Titanium Power, you like it. First leg of the quad is race number seven, 1,800 metres. A lovely esteem going around for Chris Waller and J-Mac. Coming up a couple of thirds. It's 319 from 460. We've got Elusive Jewel, horse that Coey liked the other week, which got up. That's uh, Brenton riding. It's $5. Star Sparks, Tommy, Ber- uh, Tommy Clark. Fuck me. Tim Clark riding for Gay and Adrian's at 550. And we're double figures for Caesars Palace. Obviously, friend of the show's horse. Dylan Gibbons claiming three for that. Safika, Kirkby, Mon Felicity. We've got a bunch of those at odds. Don't know this one, Tommy. Thoughts? Yeah, tricky one. Um, I'm probably going to go towards lovely esteem. I think um, a couple of thirds have been pretty good. Yeah, it maps a bit better here. <coughs> Draws a bit closer. Elusive Jewel was impressive, stepping up. Bit of a worry there, but I can't see too many else to really um, uh, bother those two. Star Sparks, uh, a couple of good wins this prep, and it, it'll be um, it'll be going uh, going up front, but. I actually like Lovely Esteem here. McDonald on for Waller. I think he gets in. Lovely Esteem, you going for any at odds, King? Uh, nothing really at odds. Uh, I think Star Sparks will be moving forward, but I think the field is a little bit too classy of it. Safika, we kept it safe last start, and there was a little bit of a push going into it. Um, it will probably be better for the 1800 watching that last start, where, you know, last week we saw Casino Kid salute in the same race. Um, and I think 10 bucks is a really nice price for it. Um, 55 kilos. Probably doesn't want to get to the heavy range. I'll definitely keep that runner safe, but I think the Quinellary is lovely esteem and Elusive Jewel. Elusive Jewel and oh, both horses come out of the same race last start. Um, Elusive Jewel draws one. Should be pretty handy from that draw as well, and it actually doesn't um, gain any weight. It obviously just goes from a Phillies and Mares into a an open benchmark 78 So for the boys and girls. So it'll be... It'd be interesting to see how the market reacts on race day, but I wouldn't mind just playing the Quinella here. So the two and the five for mine. Okay, two and the five. 1,100-meter race in race number eight, and the fave goes round as Kibbo Regan's riding for Gay and Adrian. Open 290, still 290s. Likewise with Sevenak at 460. Decent go for Spacewalk. J-Mac uh, running for Godolphin, $8 into fives, coming off a bit of a spell, a couple of trials. Zuccarino, good name, six dollars. Miss Hellfire, Troach is even there at big odds too, and Troach was um got up at decent odds last start at Rose Hill as well. So sweet ride, big odds. Um, Shorty here, two ninety for Kibo, Tommy. Yeah, I, I really like Kibo actually. I I think it's the class horse, and um, was favourite for the breeders all that um back of the two year olds last year. Had a big spell, has come back, two really solid wins. Um, that first one at the prep, the headwinds were doing crazy and he put a, put a field to bed and um, then backed it up really strong. So I think Kibo, Kibo is a good thing. 
Space Walk, I just want to see it against uh, this better quality. Uh, bit of smart money, Zuccarino as well. Um, a lot of people liking it early on, but um, with, the, with as Coey's mentioned, with those small fields, not sure if it was going to get a run. And it has been backed accordingly. Um, and when one of O'Shea's is back like that, you've got to sit up and listen. And as you said, Droge was really good. And I think it's come back... Um, really well. Reese Jones sticking with it, despite not being able to claim. Uh, it's got to be a big one. And one at odds, Fire and Ice, I think, is over the odds. It did, it had that great first up win, and then just on that heavy track, last start, just went nowhere. So again, getting to that good track, um, $71 is way over the odds. Maybe have something each way on it, because it, it could be a knockout. I will agree with you on that. I know that a couple of the form guys tipped it on top and or even for second didn't like the heavy. So agree with you there. What do you reckon, King? Uh, I've already taken a little bit of a price on Zuccarino, so I'm not going to steer away from it. I think Barry 3 is nice. And uh, John O'Shea got interviewed yesterday at the track and he was really, you know, when John O'Shea breaks a smile from his um, deadpan face, you know, he's got something exciting, I think. So I'm hoping Zuccarino will be a fruitful horse for him over the spring campaign. Um, I guess we'll find out more about it tomorrow, but it's um, its debut win in, on the Kenzo was really impressive. And um, from all reports, it's got bigger. It's just improving out of sight. And if it stays on the soft, it's... Yeah, I think the price is right. Six bucks over the 290. 290 warrants for Kibu. Um, got the old McGear change uh, after its debut run. Spell tipped out. Wins two on the trot. It could easily make it three in a row. Um, you can make a proper case for it all day. Same as Spacewalk. I want to see how that returns. And there's been some early money from the Godolphin camp. So keep that safe. But for me, I've already backed Zuccarino. So I'll take Zuccarino. Take Zuccarino. It was a good win, like how he said, first um, on the Kenzo. Won by about three or four lengths. Good. Race number nine, Kalino is the fave. 1,400 metre, benchmark 78. Come in and just a touch. J-Mac and Waller, 240. Marnix is there. Nash running for Richard Litt at 480. We go straight out to nine bucks for Love Planet. Likewise with Canasta, and we go double figures for Papal Warrior, just a Jedi. Uh, Tommy, anything for Nitride? Yeah, Lou says he's going to win a race in town with him this prep, and this could be it. Uh, I'd love to see it. Um, look, it's definitely got a chance. Maybe something each way, but I think Colino's a good horse. Um, I think it'll go really strong. Love Planet's run in the wrong part of the track was um, was not bad for an eighth, so keep an eye on it. And Paper Warrior, um, form doesn't read that good, but it's actually been running really well. It's been getting way far back and running on, so Paper Warrior's a, a bit of a watch too, but I don't think anyone beats Kalino here. Kalino short, we reckon, King? It's so bizarre with Kalino. Like, this is the winnable race that Kalino needs. Um, it's had nine starts, two wins. It's had, it's had a victory over the soft and heavy, albeit over eight starts. Um, so I guess a 25% strike rate, which ain't bad. Um, it steps up 100 metres from its last start. Uh the slight query is that this, I think this isn't an open company race, is it? Or is it restricted to three and four-year-olds? I'm actually not sure. Slight query, though. Like, I think if I were to give half a chance, Canasta will probably lead. Um, does it get it easy up front? I, I think it might. Um, Kalina probably sits off the 
outside of it or behind it. It will probably try and cross. A lot of the speed's drawn out wide in this race, so it'll be interesting how they all come out of the gates. 240 for mine, though. I think that's the real... I'm trying to come to terms with it. Like, 240, can I take Kalina for 240? My heart says no, so... I wouldn't mind specking Canasta with a soft, soft lead, a softish lead. Uh, Joshy Parr on board, Bjorn. You know, they team up well. So nine fifty, yeah, let's take a little bit on. Okay, nine fifty, and we go to the last. The most talked about horse probably is Shades of Rose. It opened two twenty ish. It's a dollar sixty now, which is bloody short. So eleven hundred meters to win the day. Quick tempo. Dylan claiming three. Eleven dollars into seven fifty. We got Zarastro at seven fifty. We got Never Second at nine fifty. The big easies going around at seventeens. Then we have big odds for the rest of them. Tommy, can you can you go away from Shades of Rose? Yeah, that price I can. Um, someone had forty thousand at two dollars twenty, and with that scratching, sort of brought it in. His price is a dollar ninety-eight. Um, you'd hate to have that bit of money on it and see what it did first up when it buck jumped or yeah. then got run down by the big easy. Um, we're after missing the jump. Look, it's there's so much that can go wrong for it. It's it's on its day. Yeah, you can't you can't fault it. But to take a dollar sixty with a big question, I thought quick tempo was really good. Zarastro might go somewhere else, but if Walker decides to keep it here, I think that might be a bit of a push. So I'd be interested. Uh, I think the Big Easy is a bit over the odds. I thought his run was really impressive. I know Shades of Rose did a lot wrong, um, and the Big Easy came over the top of him, but $17, um, last up winner, Sammy Clipperton in good form. Riva del Sol was um, unlucky. You can make a case for a couple of these. I just can't take the dollar sixty. I don't think. Um, but in saying that, probably wins. <laughs> All right. Well, Kelly, you were saying before we started that it might get rolled. Yeah, just there is a lot of pressure on this horse. Like, and yeah, like there is a world of pressure on this horse. And um, I think the wide draw isn't actually an issue or anything like that. There is a stack of speed in this race, though, as you can imagine, being eleven hundred meters. Oh, J Mac will have to just give it an absolute like a masterclass to get this thing home. I reckon, especially at the price. If this was like three bucks, I'd be like, yeah, take the three bucks. But the dollar sixty just changes everything, and I start to look at everything that's kind of that could win. And I, I think Quick Tempo definitely has a chance. Third up, three kilos off, uh, steps up in distance. Well, I mean. Started the campaign at 1100, then went back to 1000, and now back to 1100, which I like. Um, yeah, I just want to take a price. And the fact that Quick Tempo can handle all sorts of going, it'll probably be handy enough. I, I don't know where it will settle, actually, to be absolutely honest, but it's drawn inside of Shades of Rose. Whether Shades of Rose is the perfect backside for it to follow into the straight, that might be the case. I'm not sure, but. I just can't take dollar sixty. I just genuinely can't. So I'm just gonna back quick tempo. All right, quick tempo then. All right, that is all of them from Rose Hill. We may as well just lock in some of our best bets. So, Coey, I believe your best is probably gonna be is it Titanium Power? Yeah, Titanium Power for mine. Lock Three forty, great price. Lock in Titanium Power. I'm going to go to Caulfield, and they're obviously they've got the PB Lawrence and all that sort of stuff. There is chat about Mr. Brightside, but we did a little story on the Hayes boys last week and they weren't keen on it first up, but then again, it's favourite. So 
Who knows? But I'm going to go with Uncommon James in race number... God, it must be race number seven. Uh, Damien Lane. And Damien Lane has a stack of good rides that day. So that's 250. I like it. Um, Tommy, have you locked in a best for the day? Mate, uh, yeah, a bit of a tough one. I was between three at Rose Hill. Uh, wanted to go Kibu or Frumos, but I think I'm going to go Catalan. I think Catalan's most likely to win. Race was Catalan. Was it four? Yeah, 350. Yeah. All right, you lock in all of our bets. You're getting over 30 to 1. It's beautiful. All right, thank you, boys. Fingers crossed. And then next week, we've got um, Group 1 racing, which is fantastic. Bit of wink stakes. And we'll try and get some um, some jocks and get some good info leading into the spring. It's getting exciting all of a sudden. Yeah, mate. It's it's really it's getting really exciting. Um, hopefully, this fucking weather can stay dry. And just before we go, Zach, um, we sort of haven't touched on much rugby league lately, but uh, obviously the sad... Mm. Passing a Paul Green, and uh, some reports are coming out that um, it it was suicide. And if if anyone um, out there does feel ever the need, just um, just speak out, speak to your mate, speak to your partner, friend. Lifeline does a great job. Like seriously, if you're having troubles, like suicide's such a big issue going on in Australia, and just if um, any issues like that, it it's not weak to speak. Seriously, guys, just. Um, reach out and a, a problem shared is a problem half. So I will say that. And it's, it's really sad to see that. And I know the rugby league community will get around him, uh, his family and, and do some really good things for it. So very sad to see that. Yeah. Please, please speak up guys. If you're struggling. Well said. And something I will echo is that we talk about gambling left, right and center here. And a lot of people do have pretty strong issues with this and might feel like shit after a day on the punt or anything like that so if you do feel like that and you feel really ordinary happily reach out to one of us you know all our handles you know how we how to find us on social media we can chat we can talk um i've been through that sort of stuff throughout my life as well so yeah it's not 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 weak to speak out for this sort of thing is it king no not at all i mean it's i don't know it's it's definitely hard to put into words but absolutely are you Find a mate, find anyone. There's lifelines, there's there's call-outs, everything, you know. We're here to look out for each other. So, you know, if anyone's got any issues, sing out. We're sing here. Out. Sing out. That's right. All right, boys, enjoy your Thursday evening and um, we'll back plenty of winners and hopefully all our teams win in the Rugby League. Good luck tonight, Thomas, against the Panthers. Good on you, boys. Go to the storm. All right, thanks. See you, boys.